we're welcoming you back here on 760. Yeah. All right. So we're out of uh, Thanksgiving, and a lot of people are bracing for perhaps a new wave of COVID or RSV because a lot of families got together. There was a lot of traveling. Yep. And we haven't heard the word super spreader in a while because it's fallen out of our lexicon. But certainly if stuff's going around, Thanksgiving gatherings and the like that we had in traveling are potential super spreaders. Arnold Monto is with us, a professor of epidemiology and global health at the School of Public Health at the University of Michigan. I was there this morning <laughs> having a colonoscopy, <laughs> not of, which is of no concern to global health. Trust me. In some ways it is, man. Yeah. 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 Your globe. Yeah. <laughs> very small part of the globe. It's a very small part of yeah. some or of my, the globe. Or my globe. Your globe, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Dr. Monto, not to digress. <laughs> yes, though he does. Uh, so, um, part of the university. Yes, a different part. Yes, totally. Yeah. And never the two shall meet. Southern Hemisphere. Uh, yes. right. So how much do people have to worry about uh, holiday events potentially triggering new waves of either RSV, if, uh, particularly for kids, or COVID? Well, you've got to be careful, uh, a little more careful than before the COVID pandemic, but uh, it shouldn't really stop people. As long as you exercise uh, reasonable precautions, people who are sick should not be in contact with people who are well. And uh, you're going to have dinner together. You might have a separate table for the sick people uh, <laughs> away from the well people. Yeah. We've gone through a little bit of that this past Thanksgiving because uh, one of our family had COVID maybe uh, – Fortunately, about uh, a week before, so she tested negative, and uh, everything's been fine. Um, is there more of a, of a chance of spreading RSV than COVID? And what are the precautions, if any, that are different to protect yourself or your loved ones from RSV versus COVID? Well, I'll tell you a little story. We have a household study going in Ann Arbor. And we've been doing it for 10 years. And during the start of the pandemic, not only did COVID go away because of lockdowns and people being careful, but RSV and influenza went away. Mm. We're, everything is now coming back because we're not locked down anymore and we're behaving normally. So we're having an RSV outbreak, which is more extensive than usual because we haven't had it for a while mm. that's why we expect flu to take off here it's taken off in other places in the country but we seem to be a little delayed but it's coming up so we're going to have flu as well it may be worse than an ordinary flu season and that's why we hope everybody's got vaccinated there's still time there's flu because uh, it really hasn't taken off here yet and that's why we recommend boosters for, for COVID. RSV vaccines are in late stages of development, but not there yet. All right. On the subject of vaccines, flu vaccine, uh, tell me true or false. I have heard that the current flu vaccine is in an effective rate of 15 or 20 percent of preventing the flu. Is that accurate? I don't think that's true this year. It might have been true last year, yeah. and it was updated. 
this year, it looks like a reasonably good match between what's in the vaccine and what's circulating. It's always a little bit of science, a little bit of luck hitting the right, the, because flu, flu virus changes. And now we're uh, experiencing the same thing with COVID. And what we are trying to do in general is to get as broad immunity as possible from the vaccines. And that's why the COVID vaccine is updated. Well, with the, with the flu vaccine, the flu vaccine is designed, please correct me if I'm saying anything wrong. I'm not a health official. The flu vaccine is designed more to try to keep you from getting the flu, is it not, than the COVID vaccine, which is admittedly does not do a whole lot to keep anybody from getting COVID recently, but but can affect the severity, long-term, and possible mortality part of COVID. But a flu vaccine, well, is, 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 is a flu vaccine the same thing? The flu vaccine is basically the same thing. Uh, the difference is that we've had a lot of experience with flu. So we have our own basic immunity and the vaccine tries to build on that immunity, giving you better protection. And uh, it's uh, we typically measure it in terms of how it keeps us from getting uh, sick enough to go to the doctor and also sick enough to wind up in the hospital. And it does a little better in preventing hospitalization. But it's hard to show the differences with uh, as much as we've seen with uh, COVID, where the differences seem to be more extreme. Is there a new COVID vaccine on the horizon? And is there a new COVID variant on the horizon? There is always a new COVID variant on the horizon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's a question of how different it is. That's why I don't Omicron. look at the horizon, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, just, right. I, I don't even go outside Stay anymore. Right? The horizon. No I go outside and look at the ground. No more sunsets. Don't look up. Oh, 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 Omicron was a big jump. It was unexpected. And the changes we're seeing now are less uh, of a change than we've had with the jump to Omicron. And that's why there's Omicron in the current booster. And that's why we recommend people get the booster for two reasons. There is waning in protection. And also, you want to get as broad as, prote- broad as protection as possible. Because if you only got the two basic shots, you're not well protected against Omicron. But, and that's why the boosters are really important. Is the, are the hospitalization for RSV, has that changed at all in, in recent days? I know we saw some reports in the newspapers about how some hospitals were maxed out. Uh, and RSV basically hits people severely at extremes of age, mainly very young children under six months of age, and also to a lesser extent older people. And it was mainly the younger people, the, the, the young children who were being hit. And the, that, that's when they have their first infections in life. And the RSV vaccine that is being developed is going to be probably used first for older people and also for pregnant women who will then give antibodies to their newborn children who will be protected in the first months of life because mm-hmm. that's when they really get into trouble. Interesting. 
Arnold Monto, Professor of Epidemiology and Global Health at the School of Public Health, University of Michigan. Thanks for coming on with us. Nice to be with you again. Mm -hmm. It's 760 WJR.